I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, y'all. I'm Joe Tower, and you're listening to Tales of Male Folly, a storytelling podcast based on the Los Angeles live show of the same name. The live show features a lineup of four performers, all male, telling true stories that put the embarrassment and shame back into being a man. Each episode of this podcast will feature one new story by one new storyteller, recorded live at one of our past shows, and presented to you here and now, as is. I promise what you're about to hear is totally unedited and unfucked with. If you're ever in the L.A. area, you should check out our website, talesofmalefolly.com, for more info, as well as upcoming event dates and times. You can also find us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can't find us on Twitter because, well, fuck Twitter. All right, enough small talk. Let's get on with the folly. Adam Cheskeen is a touring stand-up comic and host of the popular cabaret show Schmabaret. Adam is all good energy and good-heartedness, and I can only imagine that he's the kind of person you'd want to invite to your house party if you were worried that that house party was in danger of not popping off. Adam joined us at our live show at The Virgil last November and delighted the audience with a story about growing up in his traditional Italian home and navigating the, no pun intended, ins and outs of losing his virginity. Get to know Adam Cheskeen, and this is Tale of Male Folly. Hi guys, how's everybody doing? Ooh, touch your mic. Um, this is so fun. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm gonna tell, also on the theme of like post-Trump America, I'm gonna tell my coming out story. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it's also my, uh, like the first time I had sex story. Not that I, I, that makes it sound like I was coming out as I was having sex the first time. I wasn't. <clears throat> um, I, it also like, I, I didn't come out as much as my mom like dread, like screamed at me <laughs> with a piece of salmon on a fork, shook it in my face and yelled, I know you're a gay. <laughs> and you're in love with a man named Scott. <laughs> I was. I was in love with a man named Scott. Scott and I were uh, best friends. He's still a really good friend of mine. Uh, we grew up together. And we went to a performing arts high school where obviously we spent like 10 hours a day jazz dancing and falling in love. <laughs> and uh, we were really scared to come out still. Like, even though we were in this artsy bubble, we were petrified of the world outside of it. This was like, remember, this was like pre-Glee. 
so people like weren't hip to anything gay, really. Um, and so we were pretty careful about it and quiet about it. Um, and not that anybody, at least like in the school, cared or like bought it. Like I loved like a Blythe Danner turtleneck. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, the kind that you're like, oh, like what your friend's rich mom wears. That screams like, I like crafts, but in like a Republican way. Um, and Scott had like a, he always wore this like piano scarf. Like, we were fully nobody. But we <laughs> were trying to pull the wool over our parents' eyes. So on Friday nights, we would, we came up with this ruse and the ruse was we would buy, we'd like pool our allowance money and we'd buy a uh, elaborate Lego set. And we'd like come to my house because I had a basement. I'm an Italian. Are there any, any Italians in this room? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have two, two kitchens in your house? Where are you at? Kitchens? How many kitchens do you have in your house? Uh, just one, just one. Which is the one? But a chest freezer. Oh, oh. so you're like half Italian? <laughs> Yeah, a full Italian has like two kitchens, one on the top floor and then one in the basement for like 50th anniversaries and funerals and stuff. So we uh, would get this Lego set and then we'd go in my basement and uh, we would like toss the Lego set aside and then just watch uh, Brobeck Mountain and like make out and cry. <laughs> and that was like just life to us. We was like, oh, nobody knows and look what we're doing. And that, like, what parent with a, like a son in a Blythe Danner turtleneck and a friend in a piano scarf who comes home and is like, "Don't follow us into the basement. We're gonna be playing Legos and we don't want to be interrupted." Like what? Briefly, <laughs> but um. So one night we were in my basement and uh, we had been like kind of doing this for a while, and we got to a point where we were like, you know what? Let's do it. Like, let's do it. Let's do the gay sex and like figure out what it is. We both were on board. I had some Vaseline, which like ended up not working, but I had it and we tried. And when things got rough, I at one point turned to my dad's bar and I saw that he had uh, like a half bottle of Goldschlager. <laughs> you guys know Goldschlager, right? It's got those like gold flakes on the bottom. Oh. You know, so when you like drink it, the float down, they look like gay magic. <laughs> so we had some gold schlager and then went to town and it was fun. It was super fun and we had emotions attached, so it was like great. And then all of a sudden, and this was like at, like just as we both were like almost done, <laughs> the basement door opens. And Scott's on top of me, and I push him off. He also hears the door. I push him off. He rolls over onto my arm. We hear steps coming down. We both have no clothes on, but we pull a blanket up over us and immediately feign a pass out. <laughs> now, Scott's on my arm, remember, okay? And I sleep with one eye open like a gypsy for reasons I can't tell you, but I, so I was like watching what was going on. And what I saw was my father, who came downstairs and then, like, grinched over to us, looked at us, 
fading to sleep, and then like saw a space heater, grinched over to that, like faked checked on it, like what is my son doing? He's on, he has a man with no shirt on, on his arm, they're sleeping, it's my son a homosexual, fan sign, and then like grinched back up the stairs, and this, and closed the door. And this, we both like obviously sprung up, just panic, right? Just like immediate panic. The fuck is gonna happen? Like he must know. We both have no shirts on. Your head's on my arm. Like he, he, he's not dumb. So we didn't sleep. Um, we had more Goldschlager. We didn't sleep. And we woke up the next morning um, after maybe like a five minute period of just silence because we were so scared, and we got out of the house before anybody else was awake. And we got breakfast, and we had this really beautiful conversation that I don't think I'll ever forget, um, where at one point he said to me, um, he said, I, I don't know what will happen, but I know that I love you, and so whatever does happen, at least we'll have each other. And it was not only my first like relationship, but the first time that I was told by somebody who knew that I was gay that they loved me. And it really, really, really affected me and touched me. And I, I said, I love you too, I do. Um, so we spent the day together and it, uh, it was a Saturday and we parted at like 5 p.m. to go to our separate homes to have dinner. And we decided, okay, I'm, I'm, we're gonna go home and I'm gonna tell my parents that I'm gay and that I haven't seen Scott, who they know, and, um, and whatever happens, happens, and we'll, he and I will move forward somehow together. So I get home, my mom's making salmon, and uh, we all sit down, and um, everybody's quiet. Nobody's saying, which Italians, nobody's saying a thing, trouble. <laughs> and I feel, I feel like my eyes begin to sweat. And uh, I just come out and I say, I have something to say. Um, I think that Scott Frost is a homosexual. <laughs> what do you guys think? And at this point, my mom, with her salmon on her fork, goes, I know you're a gay, and you're in love with a man named Scott. And I was like, yeah, I got okay, I am, I am, I am, I am. And it turns out, and I was like, how do you know? Like, I, I figured my dad had seen, I was like, what? How do you know? Well, there were two people that came down in the basement that night. Uh, my mom had come down first, but we didn't hear her. Oh, I love that, real time, real time. So, the story goes, she came down that night, we didn't hear her, and uh, in her words, which of course are like emblazoned into my mind, I came down and I turned the corner and I heard noises. And then I saw two feet sticking up from behind the couch, and I clenched my pearls and ran back up threw myself onto our bed and said, Tony, our son's gay. And then Tony went down into the basement, which is crazy. Let us finish and we'll talk about it in the morning. 
ballsy. Anyway. But I'm so lucky in that that night, my parents called almost everybody else in my family, my like extended family. And the next morning, Sunday, after church, they came over and my grandma kissed me on the forehead and I held my face in her hands and asked me, are you sure? And I said, hey, yeah, I think so. And she kissed me on my forehead. I'm so lucky. And the only person that I hadn't talked to it, talked to about it really in depth, who I was really worried about, was my father. Um, and that night, I, I, I asked him, I, I was like, listen, I just want you to be okay talking to me about this. Do you have anything to say? Do you have any questions? I, I, I want you to communicate with me. And all he said was, Adam, I love you. I don't care that you're gay. Just stop drinking my gold schlager. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm out of Thanks so much for listening. Our live show is produced every other month at I.O. West in Hollywood by me, Joe Tower, with the help of Brian Weiss and Alex Cadet. It's presented in partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Los Angeles. This podcast is produced by me, Joe Tower, and executive produced and edited by Brian Weiss. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, and also for subscription on SoundCloud, along with a bunch of other great podcast content as part of the Extra Credit Network. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe and rate us. Or if you hated what you heard here and want us to fuck off, leave us a review and tell us what we can do better. If you'd like to contact us directly, or if you have a story to tell in spoken or written form, you can email us at talesmalfolly at gmail.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.